Welcome to Paradigms on WBKM.org. This is episode number 42, Sunday, March 21st, 2010. Wish I could get back to that river mama sings about Where you can wash your soul Maybe I could get cleaned of these things I keep thinking about Maybe I could make myself whole But there's so much dry land in between me and that river, feeling clean, there's no escape from this blazing sun. What have I done? There's a man on the big screen He's talking about freedom Say he got some new plan But ain't he the one Got me lost in this wilderness When did I misunderstand See there's so much dry Now the sun never sets And there ain't no star to guide me No way to make it back home When you follow a sword Too deep into the desert, Lord Sometimes you have to wander alone And there's so Never feeling clean 
That song is called Back to the River, written and sung by Patrick Dodd. Good evening. This is Baruch here with you on Paradigms, another Sunday night. Paradigms on WBKM.org here every week. Happy to come and share with you inspired, inspiring people, visions of a viable future for life on Earth that includes humans. Very happy to bring you our guest tonight, Patrick Dodd. Patrick is an uh, artist from the Pacific Northwest. He lives in Oregon. He is a social justice musician, and he will tell us what that means to him when we listen to the interview. I had the chance to speak with Patrick last week and really enjoyed talking with him so much, and the music is wonderful and beautiful. I think you'll have a great evening listening to Patrick Dodd tonight. Happy that you can join us yet again. As always, you can access our archived shows, including this one, about four hours or so after we finish broadcasting, on our website, paradigms.bz. Check that out. And uh, let's go into some more of Patrick's music, and then we'll talk with Patrick himself. And while you're listening, if you want to, you can check out his website, which is patrickdodd.com. We're going to listen to a song now called Hope. I hope that they don't find us, because I'd really like to stay here for a while. Good water just outside the door A country store down the road A couple miles And seeing them a sunset Through the big trees And making my children smile I hope that they don't find us Cause I'd really like to stay here for a while Way off of the highway Lord knows we ain't hurting anyone We've been homeless now since Kansas How the hell far can one family run? And aside from being too damn poor I can't think of one wrong thing we've done Way off of the highway Lord knows we ain't hurting anyone And I hope that they don't find us Cause I'd really like to stay here for a while There's good 
water just outside the door in the country store down the road a couple miles and seeing them sunset through the big trees and make my children smile I hope that they don't find us cause I'd really like to stay here for a while I don't mind the camping but the moving sure weighs heavy on my mind I guess I can't help but think about all the things we've had to leave behind And the one thing we came looking for is the one thing that I don't believe we'll find I don't mind the camping but the moving sure weighs heavy on my mind And I hope that they don't find us Cause I'd really like to stay here for a while There's good water just outside the door The country store down the road a couple miles And seeing them sunset through the big trees and make my children smile I hope that they don't find us cause I'd really like to stay here for a while seeing them a sunset through the big trees and make my children smile Hope that they don't find us Cause I'd really like to stay here for a while Really hope that they don't find us Cause I'd really like to stay here for a That's Hope by Patrick Dodd from his album, Soil of Desperation. I had the opportunity to speak with Patrick, and I was really excited to talk to him because he really puts himself out there as a social justice musician, and I wanted to ask him what that meant. So let's listen to the first part of our interview with Patrick Dodd on Paradigms on WBKM.org. My name's Patrick Dodd. I'm... Uh a self-titled, I guess, there's several others that are beginning to use the phrase, I'm a social justice songwriter, which basically means that I don't write songs about political parties, but I do write songs about social justice, and they are, well, like they are for several of us, basically the entirety of my repertoire. I mean, I just don't write love songs. <laughs> I don't write, you know, there are several others that are social justice songs that write kids' songs because kids need to get the seeds of social justice planned in their mind real early. And I have some friends who do it well, but I basically don't do anything 
except serious, grumpy-sounding old man, <laughs> social justice. <laughs> you know? Well, it's great that you just started right out with that, because one of the things I really want to talk with you about is what does that mean, social justice? What is justice? <laughs> I mean, it's a... It's a well, you know, a lot of people were, were being labeled as, uh, okay, let's say, say peace singers, you know, and a lot of us could sit together and realize at night that, well, not really. What I'm trying to do right now is to get a war ended. Peace is somewhere a long way after ending a war, because peace has more to do with justice. You know I mean, if there's ever going to be peace in the world, then we have a lot more issues to settle than just war. We have discrimination of health, we have discrimination of income, we have discrimination of of a chance, the discrimination of a chance to develop in many ways. Sometimes it's your sex that holds you back because of the system. Sometimes it's your income that holds you back because of the system. But it's always something about you in coordination with the system that's a, keeping you from justice. And as long as you ain't got no justice, you ain't got no peace. You know, I mean, yep. I would like to say if we just stop shooting each other, it'd be over. But no, wives would still be being beaten. So when you talk um, about justice, you're actually talking about how we treat each other. Exactly. The framework within which peace can exist. We're not talking about, you know, the courthouse justice. We're talking about no. real interpersonal really. justice. Not really. And yet, if you will follow the trail of whatever your society uses to hold a certain number of people back, be it gender, be it race, all this other stuff, follow it to the courthouse and you will see it acted out there. In other words, what I'm saying is they are connected, like the webs of a spider are connected, but they're not necessarily the same thing. Justice is a big, wide thing. Like, let's take the example of a woman who finally retaliates against an abusive husband. Uh, she's much more likely for the same crime, statistically provable, to be found guilty of a serious, serious violation that can include murder, attempted murder, you know, on a man who she has already gone through the court system with three or four times for doing just as horrible things to her, but the gender issues of the government, of the law itself, make her much more likely to go to jail for a very long time for retaliating than he is for doing it. And it's, you know, when you sit down and actually see statistic about something like that, you realize, no, this is, this has to be changed. It's, this can't just, you can't just pass this and say, well, that's, the way it was supposed to be. It's not. You know? To me, that's, that's one of the neatest things about justice is it's so simple. When you finally see it, you realize, well, yeah, that's all it is. You know, it isn't complicated. It's just not doing that to that person. It's not doing that bad thing to that person, to that planet. I mean, the Iroquois were smart enough to say seven generations down the road, make your decisions that way. That's because they realized you better be kind to the planet, too. You better let the planet have a little justice, because there's a whole lot of creatures in the web, and they deserve a chance. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. I did a show on water justice, and one of the people I interviewed was talking yeah. about the right of water to exist, that, exactly. that water itself has a right, and that's part of justice. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, people, I like that. That makes great sense. You know, I mean, and it all, it all that's the whole problem, is that, well, we ran into this... Uh, City memos, I mean, maybe you've heard it dance around the, the web, that basically just instruct a lot of right-wing uh, causes and commentators to keep the argument going. No matter if it doesn't make sense or anything, just keep the argument going. Because if you stop arguing, people realize how simple 
and easy to understand justice is, how simple and easy to understand global warming are. I mean, there are, hang on, I, I, we raised our dots, so we're having a bit of a moment. <laughs> That's got to yeah. be a lot of fun. The other thing I want to ask you about, uh, we talked huh? about justice a bit, is if you would be willing to trace a little bit of your personal evolution as an activist, how did you get to uh, this place? How did I get to this place? And I, uh, yeah, how did you get I, here? I, well, the back porches of my generation, our grandparents, out in the flatlands of, of Kansas and stuff, a lot of people don't realize it because of the way we tell American history, but my grandfather was what they call the farmer socialist. He was a member of the Socialist Party. And ergo, Woody Guthrie and Big Bill Bruzzi, a lot of these songs were very important to people like him. They just got absorbed into the Democratic Party when it became... Uh, in fact, Kansas elected the first socialist uh, representative. But uh, we were taught that history, and I always wanted to be... You know, my dad was a guitarist, and everybody in my family was musical, and I was the one that always wanted to be Woody Guthrie. You know, travel around, see what's going on in the world, and sing songs about it. And uh, for some reason, had much more of an attraction. Well, part of it is I was making my living in Austin and Nashville, and they're great towns... But it's kind of like working really hard to learn your craft and then doing an awful lot of it in bars and stuff. And I, I don't know, I just don't think you're going to change the world from a bar room. You might. You might get lucky one night and talk to that right person, but you've got better odds if you go to a revolutionary place of having a revolutionary moment. So I came back to the Northwest, started working in the environment. When I got there, I realized that all of the songs that they were singing were 30 and 40 and 50 years old. The poems would be about what was going on today. The speeches would be about what was going on today. And then the songs would be about what Peter, Paul, and Mary sang 30 years ago. So I started, well, let's write one not about this issue, but let's write one about today, about you guys standing right here and resisting these people who are standing right here. And see if we can inject a little different, a different approach as opposed to singing about issues of one another. Let's sing about one another at one another and see if that doesn't kick a different kind of icing on it. That's Patrick Dodd, social justice songwriter, singer, performer, uh, nice guy. I think it's really interesting if we think about justice. Okay, so I looked it up in the dictionary, and it says just behavior or treatment. Well, when you use a word to define itself, what does that mean, right? So then it says the quality of being fair and reasonable. If we were to draw upon those principles of fairness and reason in all of our interactions with each other, in how we treat ourselves, in the way we treat the earth, in the way we relate with animals, in all of our interactions in our lives, would our lives be different? Think about it for yourself for a moment. If you were to focus on being fair and reasonable, would your life be any different? Maybe you're already doing it. I think we probably all do it to some extent, but what if we did it more? Interesting stuff to think about. You know, the word justice has really been tied in with uh, what we call the justice system, which is really has to do with laws and law enforcement and going to court and people on trial or suing each other or what have you. And that is an attempt, I believe, to create justice. But it's not always, justice doesn't always live in the courthouse. I think we all know that. Um, 
and that entire structure of laws and and jurisprudence isn't just focused on justice. It's it's focused on maintaining a sense of of one could say order or even control in a society. That's not necessarily always about being fair and reasonable, is it? Interesting to think about. I hope you are enjoying the interview. I really had a great time talking with him. We're going to hear some more from him uh, shortly, but let's get into some more music. This is a song of Patrick's called Street Talk. bar down there on Alder Street Them crates out back ain't being checked that much Danny says he's been staying there the last few nights If you need to be in touch But he said if I come on you, I has to say hey Tell you he's out of jail on that illegal camping thing Did the whole ten days And now he's all mad and talking trash about moving away But we both know He's just letting off steam Knows where to sleep and get his food Knows the whole routine by now Besides that Danny's been too sick for a leaving For a while Anyhow And wounded birds They don't fly very far and Danny's been hurt pretty bad But out on the street you know who you are And you know when you've lost the last chance That you've ever had Well, old one-eyed Pete got out to hospital, come by to see me last week. But first thing he starts asking about Miss Rosalie. I had to break it to the old boy, and it was real hard for me. But he said he knew the old woman couldn't last that long. The nights had been too cold, and that wind blows hard. Life on the street is the toughest on the old. That's just how things are But while I was talking to him He just stared at the ground I guess he took it about how you'd think He cried a little while Then he's off to find a drink And wounded birds, they don't fly very far And I guess Pete's been hurt Pretty bad But out on the street You know who you are And you know When you've lost the last chance That you've ever had And wounded birds They don't fly very far And out here you can get hurt Real bad 
But out on the streets you know who you are And you know when you've lost the last chance You know when you've lost the last chance You know when you've lost the last chance That you've ever had That you've ever What chance have they had? He wakes in an alleyway Smelling of sickness After sleeping the night where he fell Another young Indian lost on bad medicine One more sad story to tell One more sad story to tell At first his red eyes don't see the alleyway Instead they recall the black hills The life that he's losing with each day's abusing Running from things he can't kill Running from things he can't kill You see his people call him Lone Eagle And in his mind he hears them sing But the pain and the loneliness and all of the emptiness Each reservation day brings Broke his wings The young boy who ran Like a deer through the meadow Is an old man at just twenty-five A believer with no chance, a dancer with no dance Struggling to just stay alive Struggling to just stay alive And he can't recall where the slide really started But he knows that it's all been downhill His people wait for him and they could forgive him But he don't think he ever will He don't think he ever will You see his people called him Lone Eagle And in his mind he hears them sing But the pain and the loneliness And all of the emptiness Each reservation day brings There's white folks who'd help him if he'd only try But those white folks just can't understand He can't turn to a stranger who can't see his danger You can't give him back to his land We can't give him back to his land You see his people called him Lone Eagle 
Spent most of my life simply traveling, going nowhere more than the next place down the road. I spent a lot of nights out riding in the darkness, and too much time traveling in the cold. But I've slept beneath those pines in the Rockies, and I've slept on the streets of your towns, and I've claimed me a share of every highway. 'Cause hey, that's the next place that I'm bound. Sometimes I like to catch me an old railroad train. Let the miles simply roll on by. Sometimes I hang my head out and I howl just like the wind. Oh, and sometimes I just sit and cry. From L.A. to New York, up to the Westwoods, down to Texas, and all points in between. I've no finer friend than that old highway, and no better memory than the next place that I'll see. Sometimes I like to catch me an old railroad train. Let the miles simply roll on by. Sometimes I hang my head out and I howl just like the wind. Oh, and sometimes I just sit and cry. Sometimes I hang my head out and I howl 
just like the wind Oh, and sometimes I just sit and cry Oh, and sometimes I just sit and cry Our guest tonight on Paradigms, Patrick Dodd. That was called Another Hobo Song. Before that, we heard a song called Broken Wings, and we started out with a song called Street Talk. And all three of those songs are really about people who are marginalized in our society, people who are on the fringe, people who are are hurting or homeless or have become, you know, have had genocide, you know, practiced against their people, people who are living lives that are not, you know, what we see in the magazines or on the television, but real human lives that are hard, and they're human, they're people, they're just like us. So what if we show them our fair, reasonable selves? What if we practiced justice? in our society for all the people who don't fit with the you know the the airbrushed american status quo image that you know we're supposed to be you know what i'm saying justice is about being fair and reasonable with each other doesn't mean you have to like everybody or agree with everybody we certainly are experiencing lots of political tumult in this country right now. This uh, health care bill is in the process of being voted on or and debated in uh, Congress, in the House of Representatives, and there's a whole lot of, I would say, not fair and reasonable stuff going on in response to it. Um, I personally think it's a, a flawed bill in some ways and better than nothing in other ways, and I, I'm a little confused by it. I don't know about you. I definitely think that there has been a whole uh, sort of reaction to to it that isn't about clear thinking, you know, that isn't fair or reasonable. And it does seem to me fair and reasonable to want everyone to have access to health care. I, I don't see why that would be in any way considered a bad thing, you know. So, social justice, Patrick Dodd. Let's hear some more of uh, my interview with Patrick. Here's Patrick Dodd on Paradigms. It went well enough that I started basically being hired out. I worked with the Indians on some water issues. They asked me if I would come from a festival that I was at and helped that. I wrote some songs with the Leonard Peltier Committee, uh, worked with an AIDS group, wrote a song for them, wrote a song for Food Not Bombs. And then I was coming back from a uh, first, first camp one night, one morning, and, or not, and then I walked in and set my guitar case down, and the news was on. And it was five homeless women who had camped out in front of a, the shelter that they had just closed with their children. And I looked at my wife, and I said, do you want me to go tonight or in the morning? And she said, oh, get a, get, a, get a good night's sleep. We'll go early in the morning. <laughs> so I did and ended up staying three years, basically. What they called the homeless wars lasted for three years, and we took on every level of government. We started with the city, went to the county, went to the state, and then took on the feds. And it was, I don't know, you can 
you could spend your whole life touring from club to club to club and hoping that there's somebody there that understands that it's about more than you, it's about more than the music, it's about the, the life and death of a planet and a people right now. And you can do that, or you can stay in your community and try to be part of that community, reaching for those things, literally reaching for those moments, and being the musical part. You know, I just, I can't think of, for me personally, anything that's more fulfilling than to say, this is my heart. I know, it's, it's a blessing. I, I find what you're saying very moving, to be honest. Well, thank you. You know, because I think a lot of times people approach, let's say, politics, quote unquote, you know, with their mind, and you're really coming at it from your heart. I mean, it's all about the relationships. It's not about the content, you know, the issue in the same, yeah, you know, and it's very permaculture. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's all about what we owe our children. I mean, I, somehow I have this horrible feeling that we're the first generation looking at giving our children significantly less. And that's a, that's a reality, if it is, that we have to resist right to the end. We have to figure out a way to give our children not only more, but give them a chance. That's how bad it's gotten, is that they now are literally looking for a chance. And we have to be the ones that are at least offering the way. And if that's not part of pretty much every adult's life in some way, they're kind of, they're not doing their job. We're not doing our job. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, uh, I was asked one time, why do you do this? Because the guy had called it in an interview the rickety stages of the ongoing revolution. And it's that, I don't know. You know, we don't know what song it was that made Martin Luther King decide he wanted to be Martin Luther King, or Gandhi wanted to be Gandhi, or what it was. But, Jesus, what, a, what an honor. What an honor. It doesn't matter whether you ever know. It just matters that it happened. You know, and the history keeps rolling right along towards something more positive, because here at the crashing of capitalism, things are at a real dicey moment. And I would hate to in my history with people thinking I got fooled. I mean, if you just go around and chase the money right now, you got tricked because there's some really negative, important things going down. Yep. And if you don't resist them, it's almost back to the old saying, you're either part of the solution or part of the problem. I think you're right about that. I, and I think there's a whole element of a lot of folks being part of the problem, but their eyes are closed. And they're not, it's extremely you know, important right now that everything else is your day job. You know I mean, your real job is trying to save the world. You know, that's, that's our only job. I'm right with you, man. I mean, that's my job, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm sitting at my kitchen table talking at my computer. I don't work at, like, a radio station. My friends have a station, and I get to do this show. And, and it's an honor to, I know what you're saying, it's an honor to feel like Something I bring to someone might make a difference. Yeah. Being part of this huge conversation that's going on in the whole world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or being just that voice that goes out over out into the nether and catches somebody's ear. Yep. And I, say, I can do that. I can change this. I got an idea. The uh, idea begins to roll downhill, and the next thing you know, you got a revolution. Patrick Daw, that was the second part of our interview with Patrick, and we have... One more section coming up in a little while. I want to just sort of digest and, and, and explore the thing that he was saying, which is 
you know, what if you do something that inspires someone and you never even know you did it? I bet most of the people listening to this have had someone at one time or another come to them and say, years ago you said this thing to me and it made such a difference. And you don't remember what it was, but it happened. So that means that how we treat people, whether we're thinking it's an important moment or not, really matters. It really actually matters to other people. And that's pretty exciting because it means that every day, every time we interact, we have the possibility of offering our authentic selves, our fair and reasonable self in a way that might nourish that other person. And if it's a younger person, a young person coming up, well, don't we want to give them everything that we possibly can in terms of, I'm not talking materially, but in terms of feeding their soul, letting them develop. I read a great book once called All About Love by a woman named Bell Hooks. Great book for anyone to read. Great book to read if you're you know, interested in relationship issues. But her definition of love, she said, love is when you treat someone in a way that supports their spiritual growth. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about belief. But I'm talking about that supports their, their spiritual evolution. That's love, which is different from caring for people. It's really lovely to bring someone a glass of water because they're thirsty or to feed someone who's hungry. That's all great and loving. But when you're about really, you know, feeding the person inside. Anyway, something to think about. We've got a bunch more music uh, to go, and then we'll hear the last part of our interview with Patrick, and then more music. So let's get into this one. It's called When Will We Learn? This is Patrick Dodd performing for you on Paradigms on WBKM.org. Silently waited The hopeless situation Led to grim determination On each face 
flared and violence flashed The rules of civilization simply faded Cause one more time we all forgot That we must run together in this race and Just one more lesson unlearned One more time the wheel turned Cause we fought while our bridges burned While our bridges burn When will we learn? It started as soft as the voice of a child But it's growing as loud as a river gone wild People are saying it's time for this planet to heal we're tired of the Cold War age Tired of all of the violence and rage We're tired of the shame and the pain that it makes us all feel We're crying, food not bombs We're crying, oh give us food not bombs The time of the new age dawns We're crying, give us food not bombs We're tired of their hot, cold wars We're not gonna fight them no more For our leaders don't see Cause they're lost in their power and greed But the people won't stop till we turn it around Till the whole world is seen as common ground We won't trade our future for bombs that we know we don't need We're crying Food, not bombs, we're crying Give us food, not bombs The time of the new age dawns We're crying, give us food, not bombs While they sell us their truth with lies and deceit They force our children to live in the street They're keeping our future weak So that they can feel strong the women are starting to lead They won't trade our future to fuel that greed The whole world is joining hands now to sing a new song We're crying, food not bombs We're crying, give us food not bombs The time of the new age dawns We're crying, give us food not bombs We're crying Food, not bombs, we're crying Oh, give us food, not bombs The time of the new age dawns We're crying, give us food, not bombs Said the time of the new age dawns We're crying, give us food, not bombs I said the time of the new age dawns We're crying, oh, give us food, not bombs
you're poor in the city Trapped out on the street You learn one lesson early You best stay light on your feet Cause you're always just about to go You learn to do what you can You learn to do what you must You always look behind you You're careful who you trust Cause you're always just about to go Always just a step away from getting out of here today Always just about to move along I was only killing time That park bench was never really mine I was just about to move along shadows You try not to be seen Cause if they see you they get you There's really no in between So you're always just about to go You just stay on the fringes You just do what you can You don't go looking for justice That ain't part of the plan When you're always just about to go Always just a step away From getting out of here today Always just about to move along Only killing time The city was never really mine I was just about to move along I was just a step away From getting out of here today I was just about to move along What never really mine I was just about to move along I was only killing time Hell, this life, it wasn't really mine I was just about to move along I was just about
That one's called Moving Along from Patrick's album Soil of Desperation, Food Not Bombs before that, from another album called Prelude to Arms, and we heard When Will We Learn, Crimes Against the State, is the name of that that CD. And you can uh, find Patrick's music for free on his website, patrickdodd.com, or you can buy CDs from him. Definitely check, uh, you know, check out his music and go to his website and see what he's about. Uh, you, you know, you get a pretty good sense of him as a person just from the interview. And, and uh, next time I'm at West, I certainly hope to meet up with him in person. We're going to listen to the last part of the interview, and then I have a little surprise, a little musical surprise for all of you, but also for Patrick, which I hope you all enjoy. And I believe our special guest is arriving shortly to give us some special information, but I'll tell you more about that when she gets here. Let's listen to the last part of our interview with Patrick Dodd on Paradigms. So I have a question for you. What are some of your favorite projects or people doing things? or What's some of the stuff that you see that is working that you are most turned on by right now? You know, on a personal and selfish level, I'd have to... One of the things is the growth of social justice music. You know, I, I've been in this field now for 25 years, and when I first started, you could count us on a handful of the people who were out there doing it, and now there's just a lot of people. And to see art entering back into the... Let's have something to say realm is, on any level, is just great. It's just wonderful. You know, uh, I think... Some of the environmental things, because we're constantly involved in a war down here, you know, and it's a it's a losing battle until we develop superior resources and stuff. You're talking about forest defense. Yeah, it's, we're trying to resurrect what Judy Berry thought about, and that's that there has to be an allegiance between labor and the environment, not a fight. I mean, the forest defense itself should be defending a not only an infrastructure but a social ecostructure. It supports a bunch of people. In other words, if we're going to eliminate cutting jobs, then let's install people who take care of the forced jobs. You know, and let those go to the same people so they don't have to go be copier repairmen. That's what fell apart 20 years ago when we put it together, was that all of the re-education money went to making jobs that people that had spent their whole life working in the woods didn't want to work at. You know, I mean, it wasn't their kind of life. They strap on boots and go to the woods. Yep. Yeah, and suddenly you wanted to repair copiers. You know, no, we have to. We have to. The environment has to understand not only the, the physical needs of labor, but the social needs. You know, and labor has to understand that if it's going to continue to pass its jobs on down to its children, it has to take care of the environment. And we've got tons of places in this country where we can see what happens when it didn't. I mean, the oil in Texas, uh, the refineries in the Midwest. There are uh, some of the steel mills up north. They're all just terribly hard on the earth, you know. And not only that, but there's no jobs there anymore. So that's a bad idea for both sides. We have to bring it back together. It has to be the same thing. I mean, the environment and the labor of people who live in that environment are no different. They're just misaligned. So that's really exciting to see some pretty intelligent minds turn to that again and to turn away from the warfare that's been going on for 20 years. Yeah, that's excellent. Can't we just sit down? That's real yeah. progress. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's to see each other and realize, my God, we're neighbors. 
know, I'm a little bit of people convincing us we're not neighbors. They've been doing it. All this polarization is not only artificial, it's just holding us back. Exactly. It is exactly. And, you know, seeing each other as human on some levels is the first step. You know, I mean, one of the things I started to do is to, to let people know that on the logger side of things, hey, I think all the solutions to this lie right here in these valleys. We don't need outside experts coming in. In fact, I think half of them are here just to start fights. Why don't we just sit down, have a beer, and talk this over? We'll come up with a solution that we all live here. We all know these woods. You know, the, their sustainable forestry is right here. It has been for 15 years. People have been working on the theory and working it out in 2048 plots. It works. It can be done. And the forest can go on forever while we're here. <laughs> and we can slowly replace the resources, our main leaning way anyway, by growing hemp. That's really encouraging to hear. I spent some time out west and hung out with, we probably know some of the same people. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, it was after the woman had fallen from the tree. And, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And it sounds like you're saying some things have really come back together. Well, uh, the thing about social movements is then it really falls apart or comes together. It kind of organically oozes forward you know, or backwards. So that, uh, you know, you can stop it one way, but if you really just keep the pressure on, it'll just leak through like water through their fingers. You know, we can reach out to one another, and they can't stop it. They just think they can. And the only way they can stop it is if we start thinking they can. You know, we just realize, no, I'll just go around the other way, because I'm going to talk to this person as a neighbor and a friend, and we're going to get past this false division that you've spent so many years building up. So we can find some solutions. I love it because it all just goes back to really it being an organic process, then, which is what life is. Exactly. Exactly. It's something that I, I call it a chaos theory of evolution, in that something terribly chaotic is about to happen. And when this planet shakes itself out anymore, again, and people are walking around kicking through the dust, when they pick up my last CD, I don't want them to think I was fooled. I wanted to know I was trying. You know, all he had was himself and one little voice and a guitar, but he was trying. Yep. You know? We all want to make our mark, you know, leave a, a legacy that means something somehow. Yeah, and I think that music is an amazing thing and it, it can answer so many different needs in people. The money, you can begin to it for the glory. Uh, you can begin to it because it gives you a chance to spend your life working with children. I mean, there are just so many different answers that personally you can find in music. And for me, it's always been my way of explaining the world that I see to people. Yeah. So it went well with my bipolar disorder. <laughs> Being able to work in three-minute uh, intervals. <laughs> you know? Is there any final thing you want to say to listeners to make sure... I mean, you said some really great stuff, but is there anything you want to make sure you yeah. say? I want each and every one of them to remember that they are the revolution, you know, that what we need to do is to get this country to be this country again. And to do that, they are the revolution. They're the, the strength to get that done. You know, there is no army that will get that done. There is no array of technocrats that will get that done. There's just a whole bunch of neighbors standing hand in hand. And as neighbors, we can get it done. I don't know Thank you, Patrick.
<laughs> My pleasure. That's Patrick Dodd. Check out his website, patrickdodd.com. Listen to his music. I hope you enjoyed hearing him. And he said, you know, that one of the things that's really inspiring him right now is that there's more and more social justice music. So I thought, I'm going to play some other artists for you, Patrick. I hope you enjoy them. We're going to start out with the one and only Anne Feeney. This is Anne Feeney, the Union Maid. She's an awesome union person, performer all over the world. I think she's in Europe right now. Check her out. This one is called A Patriot's Act. You're listening to Paradigms on WBKM.org. In my hometown, they've put up the east signs As big as the highway and black as the night Report suspicious activity, they say With a number to call, you can see far away I treasure my freedom, and I'll do my part This is a threat that I take to heart Make no mistake, a fact is a fact Speaking your mind is a patriot's act It's a patriot's act Is speaking your mind When you see something wrong It gives you the right To call out the people Behind this attack it's your duty to speak And it's a patriot's act Well, my son signed up And went off to fight Does that make him a patriot? I think it might But the reasons to fight Were not totally clear they sold us on freedom and fed us on fear Sounds like lies to me now, and I'm not alone It's awful suspicious, should I pick up the phone? When our children go over and never come back Is speaking your mind a patriot's act? It's a patriot's act Is speaking your mind when you see something wrong It gives you the right To call out the people Behind this attack It's your duty to speak And it's a patriot's act Or the absence of fear But put me in a corner And push me down here Then don't be surprised I've got nothing to lose Between speaking and silence It's speaking I choose If your sign in my town Is my call to speak up Watch what you ask for Cause I'll call your bluff Call it courage or fearless No conviction I lack I'll practice my rights That's a patriot's act It's a patriot's act Is speaking your mind When you see something wrong It gives you the right To call out the people 
it's your duty to speak And it's a patriot's act It's your duty to speak And it's a patriot's act
came out to use to declare your bombs. Your system is a joke, no heart in it. It's choking us today. We live in the set, so tell me. called The Uncomfortable Truth. Talk about a social justice song that's about how people treat each other. Really cool. Before that, Michael Franti and Spearhead, You Just Can't Beat It. I, I had to kick it up with that. That one's called The Future from the new album, All Rebel Rockers. And Anne Feeney started us out with a Patriots Act. Patrick, I hope you're listening. I hope you enjoyed those. Those younger, inspired musicians that are doing the same work you're doing. So before we hear more music and finish up for the night, I'm very happy that we have our friend and guest, Lori Farrington, in the studio. Hi, Lori. Hi. <laughs> Lori's been here before, and Lori's an astrologer. She's, I think, I, I describe Lori as the down-to-earth astrologer. Thank you. The last time I was here, it was a huge snowstorm, so I'm happy that um, I didn't have to trudge through snow to get here tonight, and I'm thrilled to be back. Thank you. I'm glad you're here and, and look forward to you coming back many, many times. Oh, absolutely. So, Lori, what is going on astrologically in a way that people can understand? Like, what, what's going on? It's spring. <laughs> it's so funny to hear you say that. I got a text message from a client last week, and the text message simply said, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, there are many, many, many things going on. But the good news is that for um, since December, Mars has been retrograde, which Mars is the energy that really drives us forward. And, it's, yeah, it's, it's our drive and passion. And it has been retrograde since December, which, 
visually, I think of it as um, just in chains. We have been really kind of stuck in, in a pattern of not being able to move forward. And we've also had just a lot of planets in Pisces. Nothing wrong with Pisces. Pisces is wonderful energy, but it's not conducive to action. It's um, a lot more conducive to dreaminess, fantasy. Um, so the nice thing is that several things have happened recently. On the 7th of this month, Venus moved into Aries, which began the shift. And then on the 10th of this month, Mars went direct. And that's really the big one um, that I think a lot of us can feel. It's like the chains have been taken off. And it takes a while for it to get back up to speed, but it's starting to really move forward now. It is in Leo, so we've got a lot of fire energy going on, which I feel like we've really needed. Oh, you're not kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for all of you that are listening that have felt like, wow, this is a hard winter. I'm stuck in the mud and I can't move. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, we have been stuck since December. So uh, on top of that, Mercury has moved into Aries, again out of Pisces. Yesterday, of course, was the equinox, which is the sun moving into Aries, out of Pisces. So everything is starting to really, really rev up. So that's the good news. That's the good news. And on the 27th of this month, Uranus moves into Aries, which is shifting it more. So we're going to have kind of a pileup of energy in Aries while Mars is moving through Leo. So lots of fire, lots of fire, um, get to work. So it's a, good, it's a good time to let that inspiration really exactly. heat up and do something with it. Yeah, yeah, get moving. That's great. So that, that's, that's the great news. That's awesome. And I'm so happy to be here to make that um, announcement public. Thank you for the great opportunity. Uh, thank you for doing it. And I, because I know we all need to hear this, what yeah. you just said, we all need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, plenty of other things we could talk about, but I'm glad to um, come in and, and give that message, and we'll have lots of more messages as time goes on. Right on. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Baruch. So, you know, if you've been feeling like you're in the mud or your energy is somehow held back and stuck, it doesn't have to feel that way anymore. Notice that it's changing. I feel my own self thawing out and kind of getting unstuck, and I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, we're going to hear a couple more songs from Patrick Dodd, and then we're going to head out for the night. So let's listen to this one, and then we'll come back and say goodbye and, and do a little housekeeping. This is a song that Patrick wrote called Sacred Groves, and it's on, it's on the uh, Crimes Against Nature album. Here's Patrick Dodd on Paradigms. It's Sacred Grove. Each hillside covered green with trees Has the power to heal a weary land We must sanctify that ground Don't let them cut the big trees down Every forest holds the key to nature's plans Each ancient tree is a legacy of life Every tree is a thing that must survive They can clean our dirty air If we'll handle them with care Every tree is a thing that must survive Each sacred grove Each hillside covered green with trees Has the power to heal a weary land We must sanctify that ground Don't let them cut the big trees down Every forest holds the key to nature's plans 
ancient tree Can tell us all we need to know Every tree is a thing that must survive They can help us understand How we fit nature's plans Every tree is a thing that must survive Each sacred grove Each hillside covered green with trees Has the power to heal a weary land We must sanctify that ground Don't let them cut the big trees down Every forest holds the key to nature's plans Ancient tree is a gift we leave our kids Every tree is a thing that must survive They can sleep beneath their limbs They can learn their ancient hymns Every tree is a thing that must survive Each sacred grove, each hillside covered green with trees Has the power to heal a weary land we must sanctify that ground, don't let them cut the big trees down Every forest holds the key to nature's plans We must sanctify that ground, don't let them cut the big trees down Every forest holds the key to nature's plans Sacred Groves, Patrick Dodd, I hope you'll go to his website and check out his music this is Baruch, and we're getting ready to close out another episode of Paradigms. It's been really fun to be with you tonight and play Patrick's music and to have Lori here. Next week's show is how about how to transition to renewable energy. We had a show on nuclear power a couple of weeks ago. Well, next week we're going to have interviews from people on literally how to do it, how to get solar panels on your house and tie them into the grid and not spend a ton of money doing it. What programs are out there, federal programs, to help you pay for solar panels or a, hot, a solar hot water heater. There's a lot of stuff, and we as a society are actually transitioning to renewable energy. It's gradual, and some people are naysaying it, but the reality is it's not something that's going to happen. It is happening. One of the things that uh, Jim Riccio from Greenpeace told us a couple of weeks ago is that the United States is adding seven to 8,000 megawatts of wind energy a year. That's not even counting the solar. That's not, you know, we're, it's happening. So let's all be part of it. Imagine all the nuclear plants getting shut down and all the coal burning plants getting shut down because we don't need them anymore. I think that would be pretty awesome. So that's next week. We've got a whole bunch of cool shows coming up after that, but I'm not going to go into that right now. Remember to check out our website, paradigms.bz. Check out the advertisers there. There's a great deal on free music you can download. Definitely recommend you check that out. And uh, I'll be back with you next week. We're going to finish up with another song from Patrick Dodd and Friends. This one's called Empty Plate. Have a wonderful week. This is Baruch signing off from Paradigms. And see you next time. Across from the halls of power, the starving women stood Rejecting hate with an empty plate, doing what they could To stop a war that lies began where children died in vain and So they turned the food away, they knew it was insane You see the price for a patriot's heart gets real steep 
And you pay with every promise that you keep Can't you feel the whole world crying pain My God, my God, my God Don't let this be in vain They weren't the first, they weren't the last Whose hearts cried this was wrong The world had shed a million tears The war had gone on so long And to say we fought for freedom Was a lie upon its face And so they turned the food away They would not march in place You see the price for a patriot's heart Gets real steep And you pay with every promise that you keep can't you feel the whole world crying pain? My God, my God, my God, don't let this be in vain. When woman cried to the rising moon, I swear this night is mine. And my sisters and my brothers gather here upon the line. Each heart is true, each motive pure We know this is our time And we will turn the food away As long as Caesar's blind You see the price for a patriot's heart It's real steep And you pay with every promise that you keep Can't you feel the whole world crying in pain My God, my God, my God you see the price for a patriot's heart gets real steep And you pay with every promise that you keep Can't you feel the whole crying pain My God, my God, my God Don't let this be in vain Don't let this be in vain halls of power, the starving women stood, their empty plates rejecting hate, doing what they could. You've been listening to Paradigms on WBKM.org.